0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, June first edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by my man, the big man, Big Marcel, over there in Holland. What's going on, man? Hi, what's up, man? Good to
1: be back, and uh, yeah, finally another you know, UFC card to break down, man. We waited for this almost two weeks, so yeah.
0: I know. I was actually just doing the article today, and I was like, the last card was on May. 22nd it feels like forever ago right like it's not really Mm -hmm. that long time ago but when we're so used to getting a card every weekend marcel uh it's a little Mm -hmm. surprising when you know we don't do it uh anyways we got a good card here today uh sorry this week i should say ufc vegas 28 we're gonna be previewing it for you guys i'm looking forward to talking about this card um let's just get into it marcel i mean might as well uh there's 14 fights i believe so it's a pretty stacked card the one I want to ask you one question though before we get into it, there's Mason Jones fighting Pat, Alan Patrick. That's at 155, right? Because there's on the yeah. website stats it says 170. I don't think it is though. Go ahead. No,
1: it isn't because I I think uh, uh, the, this this afternoon somebody texted me about it. It's like Mason Jones told me like he's fighting at 155, and Alan Patrick posted a, a picture yeah. of him weighing 168 right now. So yeah, it should be at 155,
0: right? So yeah, I mean it's kind of weird i yeah, know i agree i just wanted to point it out because unless someone was confused because i was <laughs> until i saw Marcelo. But, 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 but also the fight with sally
1: against ronaldo man i mean it was announced for june 5th by mma fighting and yeah. then the ufc comes out with an announcement with june 19th so it was like it's said june nineteenth now so i went to uh, the managers and they're like no we have everything for june 5th set." so okay
0: cool yeah okay so that card that fight's happening too and i i broke yeah, it down, I, mean, I hope it is because yeah, it, it is. doesn't get canceled okay Well, like I said, we got 14 fights toggle, man. So we got a lot. Marcel, go ahead and retweet that thing. We'll get some of your fans to jump in. Hopefully. And uh, I did already, man. Okay. You did good. Perfect. All right, cool. Hopefully get some people joining in soon. You can ask them some questions or whatever, but uh, let's start with it, man. First fight of the card. Claudio Paulus versus Jordan Levitt at 155 pounds. Marcel and the odds right now, Jordan Levitt minus two hundred and ten, Claudio Paulus plus plus one hundred and seventy-five. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Yeah man, Claudio Puelas apparently is still
1: with the UFC. Uh won his last two fights against Marcos Mariano, who got defeated by pretty much everybody. Uh he, he fought in the UFC. And then before that he won against Felipe Silva in a fight he was decisively losing until he, he got that submission, right? Um before that losing to Martin Bravo. Uh that was the ultimate fighter finale, I think, from Latin America back then. So um yeah, he, he I don't really know what to think about him, man. I think he's tough, but I, I feel like he's not... He, he, I don't really know if he's UFC caliber, to be really honest, man. And then we have on the other side, we have Jordan Levitt. Yeah, Jordan Levitt looked great in the in the Contender Series, right, with this crazy... Um, with, with that crazy split he did after, <laughs> after the win. Has uh, also went over uh, LeVon Lewis, the brother of Bevon Lewis. And uh, recently won with that slam against Matt Wyman, that, that vicious slam within... Uh, 30 seconds or something mm-hmm. um yeah i mean like i said i'm not really uh i'm not really uh on claudio Puelas in this one i think jordan leffitt will probably win the fight um i would go with leffitt and i see leffitt winning the fight via via tko in the second round i
0: also think he has a better gas thing yeah i mean that's the, that's a big question mark i think for paul's because in the last couple of fights he really slowed down going in the later rounds I think this fight is really interesting. Actually, it's a lot closer than I thought when I initially looked at it. Cause I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick Levitt. Then I started looking at the fight more and it's like, there's a lot to like about both guys. I think Levitt, obviously good wrestler. We saw that the slam against Matt wine, but we didn't like learn anything about him in that fight. That's the problem I have with that fight. It's like, what can we, we can't really even take away anything from that fight. So I had to look at his other fights and obviously we know he's got good wrestling. He's got a good ground game. And like you said, he's got a good gas tank. But Marcel, I have a question with this guy. I haven't seen any striking at all from him. Like I have no idea if he has any striking at all. We don't know. That's the problem with this fight. We don't know how good his striking is. And these guys are both grapplers. Claudio plus likes to grapple. He likes to wrestle. That's what he likes to do guys. And he is a decent wrestler too. He's better than I thought when I watched his fights back. But the problem is obviously the gas tank that does worry me. The fights that the, the Felipe fight. he was going to lose somehow he pulled it off, but he could have lost that fight. The Bravo fight, he slowed down and got KO'd. I don't know. It's hard to say because here's the thing, right? He's super young. He's only 25. He just turned 25, two weeks ago. And he's training at Sanford MMA. Now, Marcel, you know, I love those guys. So he's at Sanford and I I was reading his interview today and he was talking about how, you know, he's he's been there for a few weeks and he's loving training there. He wants to go back there full time. I hope he's had enough time there because I think that that camp could help this kid out. I don't know. Honestly, I'm on the fence with this fight, man, to start off the card. I, I feel like it's a super close fight, guys. I got to see a little bit more for both these guys. I feel like it's dogger or though right now, honestly. Like, I think Levy can win for sure, but I just feel like it's a close fight. I don't think he should be minus 210 here because to me, he hasn't proven much. He had a slam knockout. Big deal. I mean, what does that even show, right? So to me, this is kind of a tough fight to call, guys. I, I wouldn't just blindly bet on Jordan Levy here. He could definitely win the fight. He might win, He probably should win, I'd say, but... I think Twellas, there's a lot to like with this kid too. So I think it's a close fight, man, personally. Um, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. You said sorry? Which pick? I'm I'm kind of on the fence with it, but I feel like it's dogger pass right now at the line. I don't know, man. I'm I'm having a hard time with this one to be honest with you. I mean, I obviously want to give you guys a pick, but I mean, I'm just kind of like back and forth on it. I guess if forced to pick someone if i forced you i would probably just go with the favorite love it but i think pause can pull it off and i really do so i think it's close Marcel. so i gotta look into it a little bit more now yeah. this one to be honest with you i have a little bit more confidence in one fighter in this fight a little bit not all time but sean woodson takes on Yusuf salal at featherweight. And uh, right now, Sean, Wood's a decent-sized favorite, minus 190, Salal, plus 165. Give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel.
1: Yeah, it's actually a pretty weird fight, you know. Um, Joseph Salal, um, he started the UFC with a 3-0 record, you know, and after that, he lost. But I expect him to lose it to Puria. The Choi fight, yeah, I think if you want to go further in the division, you should defeat Choi, but Choi did very well against LL. Um If you look at Woodson, Woodson has a weird body frame, you know, and uh, he, is, uh, he was losing against Terrence McKinney, man, in the, in the contender series, and then he pulled out the flying knee and he got the contract. Good win against Kyle Botniak, and he was winning against Erosa, and then he got choked out in the third round. So. Um, The thing is, I think Styles make fights, right? And I think Zalal really struggles with a good ground fighter, you know? I think Woodson can get him to the ground. So I expect, honestly, Woodson to win a unanimous decision, 29-28
0: probably. In this conference, it's sure. what's going on, man? He says, I can't pick these two, I'll take the veteran. I'll go with Claudio. They have the 25 year old veteran, right? But I mean, he does have three UFC fights compared to one for 11. I feel like that fight's stalker pass. This fight, I feel like it's stalker pass too. I gotta be honest with you, Marcel. I'm not super impressed by Sean Woodson, man. I really am not. I think he's got really bad takedown defense, guys. Like it's it's weak. It's really weak takedown defense. He's got a weird body frame. I don't think this is the right division for this dude. I know he's tall, he's-, he's obviously got the reach and everything, but he- Adam- go ahead, go ahead. Do you expect Zalal to take him down? I don't. Yes, think I do. I do think he'll yeah, take him he, down. Yeah, you really. Yeah, wow, I do okay. actually. Yeah, I think he can take him down. Grapple. I mean, there's going to be some dogs in this card that win, guys. This guy got taken down three times his last fight. Once by Bokdiak, twice by McKinney. He was losing. He was getting dominated in that fight with Terence. Yeah, watch the back. He was getting dominated, and comes back with a flying d in the second round. So obviously he's got some power. He's got some cardio too. But I don't know. I mean, even the last fight he slowed down a little bit too with those body shots. I feel like Zalal. I think the book's out on Woodson now. You can hit him to the hurt into the body, he slows down. You can take him down. I don't know, man. I feel like law can get him down, honestly, guys. So I, I'm I'm actually gonna go with the dog in this one. I'll take Yusuf wall People are off, like they're they're low on I'm him surprised. now because he lost his last two fights. But before that, I mean the guy was killing everyone. He takes everyone down, except for Tapuria, who he couldn't get down. But everyone else he's taken down, Marcel. Three takedowns his last surprised. fight. Are you really i just don't yeah, think is that great man i mean i know he's tall no, and long but i i think they're pretty even if it comes to i don't i don't think that
1: i don't see them as a top top contender in the future both but I, i'm kind of surprised man because i i actually expect a lot to keep it on the ground on the feet to be honest
0: this guy says as long as the rest marcel every scenes fight i guarantee Marcel has yeah, seen all his fights um so have i obviously but yeah, I just feel like his wrestling is going to be good enough, Marcel. Honestly, I really do. I, I don't think Woodson can stop the takedowns consistently. Maybe he can in the first round, but I think as the fight goes on, he's going to slow down a little bit. And I think Zalog can get him down and win close rounds. But like, you know, I could be wrong with this one. I mean, the guy obviously has a huge reach advantage. He's really tall for this division. I just think he's in the wrong weight class, man. He's like that guy, Alon Cruz, that we saw a few weeks ago. Yeah, he's tall, he's long, but he was in the wrong division. He ends up getting cut. This guy should be at 155, guys. He's just, he's too skinny for this division. Like it's not a good thing that started to be that tall and thin. And we saw against Juliana Rosa beat him as a like plus 400 underdog guys. There's no reason this guy should be a big humongous favorite or not big humongous, but minus 200 basically. Uh, Zalal was, think about it. Zalal was favored in his, in his last couple of fights, right? Yeah, he lost them, but he lost to Choi who's underrated and to Puri who's really, really good. And we know he's good. Like look at Zalal's, if you look at his historic odds, He's always the favorite, but all of a sudden he's the underdog now because he lost a couple of fights. Like, uh, my, close decisions. I don't know. Minus 200 is a little bit too much, in my opinion. I think I'm, so. I'm pretty much. I would pretty much do even, you know? Yeah, that's what you I'm saying, it? Marcel. So, like, that's from a betting point of view, you've got to look at, you know, the fight from a value point of view and i feel like the values of the dog in this fight guys i mean definitely i, I agree with fight. you on that I agree. yeah with so that's so fair marcel and i know i know what you're feeling because there's a lot of fights where i feel like the, the favorite's a little bit too high of a favor, but i still think he's gonna win the fight so i pick him but in this spot i feel like it's honestly a pick fight guys and I'm, i'll take the guy who can grapple over the guy who really isn't that good at wrestling um i know woodson talked to, to cole he told me he's been working on his wrestling he's, he's confident he's gonna keep the fight standing i'm not so sure honestly so I'm leaning towards an upset in this one guy's useless law. I think he's being overlooked here. I think people are forgetting this guy's pretty damn good fighter. All right, let's go to the next one, Marcel. Women's flyweight bout, Manon, uh, Manon Firo against Marina Moros. I like this fight a lot. Um, it's a good test for Firo and for Moros. it's a good fight for her too. Uh, right now, Marcel, the odds for this fight, minus 160 for Firo and plus 140 for Moros. Give me your thoughts.
1: Yeah, so you know, I'm really high on Manon Fiorot. I think she's she's really good. Uh, I also think she's still undefeated. I don't. I was live at her first fight and at Cage Warriors. I think she clearly won the fight, in my opinion, against McCord. But yeah, whatever. Uh, she had a great uh, UFC debut against Victoria Leonardo. Uh, she basically dominated the fight standing, and she uh, TKO'd her in the in the second round. Um, I'm fighting Marina Morose, man. And Marina Moros is like uh, the the prospect killer at 125. You know, uh, she she beat Bueno Silva, she beat Maso, and uh, she does it with, with with wrestling a lot. You know, taking the, taking the girls down, keeping their down, and uh, not really interesting to see, to be honest. But hey, if you can win, you can win, right? So um, it's it's kind of a, I know Furo is 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 the favorite in this one, but uh, you shouldn't. Uh, I, i'm not sure about it because if, if if morose can take her down in the first round and she's confident to keep doing it she can win a decision you know and and that's the thing it's the thing is can, can furo stop a takedown and i don't know if she can stop the takedown from for morose but the thing with morose is i think uh, her cardio and third round didn't look good uh and one of those fights i don't know which one of you anymore sorry guys um and Firo's cardio is it's not bad you know so if Furo can uh can, can stop the takedowns and if she can't she maybe can win the third round and she can't win by a tko i don't know i would go with Fioreau, but i wouldn't be surprised if morose wins the decision by uh by a wrestling you know
0: yeah i don't think we should overlook anyone like going forward in any card you know i i think you gotta look at both fighters it's just that i really like Farrow. you know i really like this girl man she to me looked awesome in the last fight and I thought she looked great in the regional See, I remember when I scouted her for the fight against Leonardo, I was like, damn, this girl's really good. And I'm with you. I thought she won that fight that she lost on paper. Right? So I just think she's, I think she's just a good fighter guys, a good talent. And I have to back her here. But Maroz is definitely someone that can win these kind of fights. Like she can beat these kind of middle tier fighters. I, I actually think Faro though, is a little better than that. Um, but we'll see. I mean, this is a step up for her for sure. Leonardo not a great fighter guys. I watched that fight again, man. The way she turtled up against the fence with those punches, like I don't know if Rose will do that. Rose is very tough. She's never been finished. I don't think. I don't think she's been knocked out before. So yeah, she never has. So I think this fight goes the distance. For so I'm kind of leaning towards Farrow probably just grinding it out or, or kind of outpointing this girl Rose for a decision. But it's it's a competitive fight. It's not a, it's not an easy fight. I don't think by by any means. I do think it's a good step up. It's a it's a welcome step up for Farrow, who I'm very high on, guys. So I like her. Um another next one here. This is an interesting fight too. You got Mason Jones against Al Patrick. And as we said at the beginning of the show, it's a, oh it's fixed now. It's fixed on the UFC staff. They just they literally just fixed it. It says lightweight now. Okay. So there we go. It's a lightweight boat. <laughs> it's it said well to wait five minutes ago. Marcel says it's it's lightweight. Press yeah. refresh and now it's lightweight. <laughs> so someone was listening to you, Marcel. All right, guys, so let's talk about this fight. You got Mason Jones and he's a pretty damn big favorite here. Um uh, Mason Jones, where is he? Minus 300. So he's a he's a decent-sized favorite. From a DraftKings point of view, he is the most expensive fighter in the card. 9,500, I believe, when I was looking at it last night. Alan Patrick, plus 250. So according to the odds makers, this fight would be a blowout. What do you think, though? You think it's closer than the odds indicate? Oh, man, Alan Patrick is such a tricky
1: fighter, you know? Because, uh, man, he can pour the fuck out of his opponent by keeping him three rounds on the ground. And just dominating him and decision him thirty twenty seven. He can do that to many opponents. He did it to Hadzovich, he mm-hmm. did that to steve Ray. Um he did it earlier in his career as well. He he's he's that kind of guy, you know, who can do that. But in his two recent bouts, uh he got dismantled by holtzman and green also took a decision over him you know mm-hmm. so the thing is with mason joe's Mason Jones had an amazing fight against mike davis in uh in abu dhabi earlier this year which uh, he lost but uh was i th- i think it was a fight i thought around. he won the fight know? honestly
0: i thought he won it but
1: it was close i don't know who i scored it anymore for but um it was a close fight indeed uh before that he fought in cage warriors he was a double champion over there he was a really good guy um but it's not the same amount of uh, opponent or the same uh, quality of opponents you face in the UFC, right? So, man, um, I think Jones is good on the ground as well. But at the same time, I think Patrick can, can, Patrick can take him down, man, and, and hold him down. But I, I bank on Patrick Will gas in the second round, and I bank on Jones taking over and finish him in the third round.
0: So I'm going with Mason Jones. By the way, I'm looking at NBA decisions. We both scored that fight. I had a 29-28 Mason Jones along with six other people it looks like. And then you had uh Davis 29, 28 with like six other, it was pretty much split down the middle, but for some reason, the shirt on guy had it for uh, 327 for Davis. I don't know about that, but uh, I know Marcel <laughs> loves that. Actually I'm joking. I had 327 for Jones. People were just all over the place in the fight. It was a great fight. Anyways, I actually agree with pretty much everything you said, Marcel. Um, I gotta be honest with you guys. When I looked at this fight, when I saw the odds initially, I'm like, wow, I'm like, I gotta take a shot on Patrick, right? Because he's such a big underdog, and he's obviously a good grappler. We've seen him take guys down, and watching that Hazzabich fight back, I mean, guy had nine takedowns in that fight, and five against Ray, five against Brown. But the last two fights, Marcel looks like he's really slowing down to me. The yeah. Holtzman fight was very surprising the way he got finished. I remember being surprised he got finished in the third round. And the Bobby Green fight, Bobby Green took him down a couple of times and held him on the ground. That concerns me. Mason Jones, I wasn't too sure what his takedown defense looked like. I mean, on paper, it's not great, obviously, because he got taken down three times by Mike Davis, but. I watched his fights with cage warriors and I know that those guys aren't as good as Rustlers, obviously, but it looked pretty good to me, man. It's a strong kid. He's a young kid. And in this fight, he's 12 years younger. And you guys know, I love betting on the younger guy. So I do kind of lean towards Mason here. And one, one thing I do want to know from this kid, he's got really, really nasty knees from the clinch. And if he gets Patrick against the fence, I could just see him unloading and finishing with knees. That's kind of what I'm thinking could happen here. But, he has to stop the takedowns, man. If he can't stop the takedowns, he's gonna be in trouble. I think Patrick's training at uh it's either American top team or like um fusion XL or something. One of those gyms down in Florida. So Fusion XL. <laughs> yeah, he's at fusion with those guys. So he's at a good gym. Um uh Jones Jones is training with favor though right now. I like that. I saw he's training with your right favor. That's a good move for him. Obviously, he's working as wrestling there. I like this kid, guys. I gotta lean towards him. I do think the odds are a little hefty though. Minus 300. that does seem a little high. For a guy who doesn't want to fight in the UFC, that does seem a little high, but this kid's pretty good, man. He is he is a good fighter, good output in the feet, good grappling. I like this kid. I like Mason Jones. He should win this fight. But I'm the odds is, are high. Yeah, I was right. surprised with that, man. Yeah, I, I just think the odds are a little give, high personally.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Don't give Patrick enough credit, man. Here. Yeah. I mean yeah, you gotta look at also from from the grappling side of you. And I mean Patrick can hold him down for three rounds if his on if he's on his top game, you know, but I don't see yeah. it happening, to be really honest.
0: But it's kind of the, the odds are kind of crazy to me, man. I think he's past his prime, man. Unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, he's past his prime. He's thirty-seven now. Yeah, he's thirty. He's turning thirty-eight. That fight, I can't remember what fight it was, but I remember he call, remember he called for Dana White to give him a bonus. It was like years ago. Was it the Was it his first fight against Whiteley? Maybe it was. Remember, he was like Dana White, give me a bonus. My my family doesn't have a house. Remember, he was saying that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, was that his first fight in UFC? It might have been. Eh, that's crazy. Probably, but I so I never got that, that bonus. I don't think he ever got a bonus. I mean, the guy. Obviously, I felt bad for him back then. I remember when he was begging away for, for money to also, give me a bonus. I want a house or whatever.
1: Remember that? He also broke his jaw. Did you ever saw that picture where his teeth were like
0: loose from each other? Or... No, I didn't see that. I didn't see uh, that. And by the way, I'm uh, looking. Here's where he says, Alan Patrick, passionate request. Oh, it's when he beat Hadzovich. OK. okay. He beat him by decision. He said, I want to buy a house. Yeah. 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 Look it up, man. Say, Alan, pa- Alan Patrick, broken jaw. Really look it up, man. It's I'll really take nice. a look right now. Alan Patrick, broken jaw uh graphic broken oh i see that's that's bad yeah that's bad yeah you've seen a while ago all right we're both leaning towards the favorite there okay this fight's really interesting to me this is a welterweight uh, muslim salikov against francisco trinaldo he's moving up to 170 guys after missing ways last fight this fight's interesting man and marcel i gotta be honest these odds seem high to me minus 255 for muslim salikov plus 215 for francisco trinaldo what do you think of this one man i
1: also a little bit off, you know, I mean, Trinaldo's, Trinaldo is, is solid, you know, dude is yeah. 42, but he still looks good, yeah. man, the octagon, yep. you know, and this last fight against Jai against Jay Herbert, I should say, um, I think it was 1-1 going into the third round, and then he landed over, overhand left, you know, and, uh, he, he knocked him out, and then uh, Hardy was screaming, <laughs> I remember that moment, yep, <laughs> um, Yeah, um, um, stop the fight. (laughs) Yes, it was crazy, man, right? And, um, he actually should be on a firefight streak man, because I think he beat Alexander Hernandez in that fight, you know what I mean? (laughs) So, it wasn't Texas, uh, I think or use one or two
0: use in Texas. It's funny you say that though, because me and Cole were scoring that fight for sure. We were like the only people that scored it for Hernandez. I have not watched that fight back, I have no interest in it. It was such a bad fight. They both landed 25 significant strikes. That's all that happened in that fight, anyways. Go ahead, okay, um. I will never
1: talk to you again if you score that for Hernandez, but now I'm just kidding. That. I, mean... <laughs> I don't want it, though. It
0: was like two years ago. I don't want to watch the fight again. It was boring. Go ahead, though. I, I, uh, Muslim Sadikov, man,
1: who, who looks solid uh, after his loss against Alex Garcia, but I think the last fight against Zaleski, I didn't think he won that fight, man. He won close. a decision. I, I had it for Zaleski in that one. It was close. I, I, I definitely give you that. For that, the wins against Taripoli, the knockout against Taleb, also in Abu Dhabi. And, um, yeah, the thing is, and it's a close fight man i expect both guys to keep it standing you know both guys love to stand up and bang and um trinaldo's so tough man but man i, I feel like salikov will knock will knock him probably out in the in later rounds so i'm going with
0: it right the,
1: i'm going with a third round knockout for salikov but hey man don't be surprised if trinaldo gets it so i
0: i wouldn't personally bet on this fight. has troll ever been knocked on me chuck i don't think he has been finished by strikes uh he quit on the stool against Thiago perpetuo on the show that's the yeah, only time he's ever lost that. yeah yeah i remember i remember when i remember watching that show and i was like this guy sucks i'll never bet on him <laughs> <laughs> that was 10 years ago guys that was 10 years he's been winning fights like crazy since then so he's been a guy that initially i didn't like but he's been great you call him grandpa chernaldo <laughs> right because he's 42. you guys know i don't like betting on 40-year-old fighters i i hate it right this guy's good man he's really good still and He's, he's being, I think, underrated here in the spot. This lot, this line is way too high. This guy's looked good. He outstruck McDessie who's a, on paper, a better striker. He beat Bobby green. That's a tough fight beat Hart Herbert. Whoever thought was going to smoke him, man. This guy is a good fighter guys. He's he's Francisco. Tornado is a very, very underrated fighter. He's been winning fights for years. He's a guy that we all think is not that great. Cause he's old and he keeps winning so i (laughs) think i think he can win this fight marcel honestly like I think this This is a super close fight i mean don't get me wrong muslim's got good striking very technical he's got powers we saw maybe he does put francisco away but i think it's gonna be a tough fight for him and i think this fight's tough for both guys this is another one i'm kind of kind of on the fence with this one too man i got to be completely honest because again it's not we're not it's not a kickboxing fight it's not a kung fu fight this is an mma fight and who's the better mma fighter i think it's probably Ternaldo, right overall he's probably more more well rounded fighter so i don't know i mean this one's tough guys I'm, i got to be honest i feel like it's dogger pass but how i then? just i hate betting on 42 year old guys go ahead do you think uh how do you think his uh, he will not go to welterweight welterweight do you think that's, that will fail? that's well? the question i mean that's the question right like how is he going to translate on paper he's not that much smaller in this yeah. fight let me double check uh they both have the same reach he's 2 inches shorter he's a southpaw yeah also we have to remember muslim's not young either he's 36 years old he's not a young guy <laughs> We got to remember that guys he's also an older guy so i feel like this fight's super close i really do marcel i can see either guy winning this fight i guess if, you, if i had to pick someone right now i guess i would lean towards the favor he is favored for a reason because his striking is really good but it's an mma fight it is not a kung fu fight the guy they call this guy the king of kung fu It is not a kung fu fight it's an mma fight and you know, turn goes for takedowns and stuff. Maybe he gets the fight to the ground. Maybe that'd be his best way to win this fight. So we'll That's see. True. Yeah. I'm thinking it could be a close, closer fight than the odds are indicating. So I don't know guys, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence with this one. This one, the Puella's fight, I'm, I'm on the fence. I think both the dogs in those fights can win. So we'll see. Let's go to the next fight here. Heavyweights Tanner Boaster, Canadian against the Latifi, the Swede. Uh, Ilya riding his horse into this fight. Um, should be a good one. By the way, I'll get this comment quickly. Any update on Tyson I haven't heard anything. You heard anything, Tyson No. He got his, uh, He got his U.S. visa, but yeah. I don't know uh, as as I still? don't know if
1: UFC will get him back or whatever, because I don't think he was with the UFC anymore. But
0: maybe yeah. they got him back. I don't know. No, fair enough. All right, let's get to this fight. Tanner, Boser, Ilya Latifi, and Boser, minus 190, Latifi, plus 165. What do you think of this fight, Marcel, Boser and Latifi? Super weird matchup, I think, <laughs> to be really honest, man. Super yep. weird matchup. Um,
1: Tanner Bosa, I actually should pick against the Canadian just to piss you off, but um, you know, uh, Tanner Bosa, uh, he lost his last fight our last, was a close fight, man. Bro, he, he won, won that fight, that is the yeah. worst,
0: de- that was one of the worst decisions of the year, it's a terrible decision by the judges. I watched it again it, a couple days ago, what a bad decision, go ahead. Yeah, I didn't agree with that as well, so before
1: for that he looked good, he actually only lo- lost, let's say he only lost a serial gun, you know, and... Um, he looked good in uh, almost all of his UFC fights. I think he looked great against Pessoa. He looked, he looked amazing against Lentz, man. He, he knocked him out. I think he also won Performance of the Night with that knockout. Um, Either Latifi. Let's be honest, man. Latifi got robbed in this last fight against Derek Lewis. I think Dar- he I think won so. that fight. Man, yeah, it was close. It was really- Again, I watched
0: that one back, to you in the third round, obviously, was what it came down to Latifi had like top control. Like... He got tired when the ref stood him up, and Lewis like went for. It. He he tried to finish him, and the judges in Houston gave it to him. So I think it was close for. Him. So I think you're right. Imagine he won that fight, right? Where would he be right now in the division? Go ahead. Exactly, yeah, true. Um, yep. Before
1: that, he lost to Oz, Ozdemir, he lost to Anderson. So it's the thing is, pretty much, like can Latifi get to take down in this fight against Tanner Boser? But will that be enough for him to, to win this fight? I, I don't think so, man. I think Tanner Boser has a more complete game than Eli Latifi. We also know that Latifi has a knockout punch, but doesn't use it that often. Uh, Tanner Bozer is, is the younger guy as well, man. Tanner Bozer is 29. I think Ilya Tifi is already 37 or 38 or something. Um he's short. I think the reach is kind of the same, what I what I checked, but I think, man, Tanner Bozer has pretty much everything to gain here, man. He should he should win this fight, to be honest, man. If Tanner Bozer loses this fight, he's he's like pretty much a long time away from the top 15 ranking in the UFC. And uh, that would be that would be sucky, man, after the Alowski fight. So I'm going with Tamar Boser. Will he put Latifi away? I don't think so. I'm going with a unanimous decision because I think Latifi Gass is, like, ah, let's go with a TKO in the third round. You know, Latifi Gass is normally in the third round. So I'm
0: going with a TKO for Bowser. in the third round. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, this is a weird fight, like you said. It's it's just bizarre. I, I still don't know if Latifi should be fighting in heavyweight, but he did yeah. take down Lewis a couple times. I mean, it's, the guy's obviously strong as a, <clears throat> as a bear. He's super strong. We know that. We've always known that. He's got some power. He's got some submission. He's a good fighter, man. But again, I do think he's fighting in the wrong weight class, guys. I don't think he's a heavyweight. I think two hundred five or even one eighty-five maybe would be a better spot for this guy. So that does concern me a little bit. And I'm not sure. I mean, Bowser to me, I know the paper he lost that fight, guys. I, I think he won. I really do. Even this, I'm not saying stats are the only thing, but sixty-eight significant strikes to thirty-four. He literally doubled them up and somehow lost. I don't really know how he lost that fight. It's really weird. For that, he had some knockouts. He looked good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird fight because here's the thing. He's never been taken down. That's why I got to pick Boser, because he's never been taken down. But Latifi obviously has got wrestling. So maybe he shoots takedowns, pushes this guy against the fence and gets him down and wins like really ugly decisions. But I'm thinking Boser probably wins it. Marcel, I'm kind of taking a decision because that's kind of how he does it. But it could be a finish for sure. It's definitely possible. All right, let's do this one. Martina Della Rosa against Ariane Lipsky. Okay, cool. Um, women's flyweight bout, And right now... Montana's a huge favorite too. I mean, this fight, I don't know about this one either. What are you talking about this line? Minus 255 for Montana and plus 215 for Ariane. What do you think? listen
1: man if you look at uh, what they did so far i think uh, montana is the the she she should be the favorite but the the, the line is too uh, too 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 wide in my opinion you know i think uh, montana uh, montana pretty much won the fights she should have won in the ufc i think you know and she lost the fights i expected her to lose against lee and against Araujo. um funny thing is all all fighters she beat are no not anymore in the ufc right and that, that's pretty rare for the women you know she beat christina marx rachel ostevich Nadia kassam and mara Borella romero all four not in the ufc anymore uh recently fought Myra bueno silva went to a, to a to a draw um ariani lipsky um yeah she got that, that crazy uh, knee bar win right against um yes, against, against Luana carolina yeah and after that she lost to antonina and, yeah, I mean, we saw Anthony Nasirchenko in, the, in our last fight. It uh, wasn't that great. So, man, it's, it's, it's a tough fight for me to pick, to be honest. My, my, my initial thought was Montana De La Rosa probably wins a decision here. And I, I will keep that thought. I think it's a super close fight. I don't, I don't agree with the line being so wide. I think it's a 50-50 fight. I'm going with De La Rosa. But, uh, hey, man,
0: could be the other way. But I'm really uh, not not sure about my pick here. Yeah, I think the fight's probably closer than the odds indicate, too. I do think the line's a little wide, guys, but stylistically, I think it does favor Delarosa Rosa a little bit because of the wrestling. Um, Lipsky's takedown defense is not great. 45%. That's in five fights at the UFC now. And we saw Antonina dominated her on the ground. That's not a good look. Having said that, she did move to the United States and she's training with Amanda Nunes an American top team now. So I do like that. She's getting better. So that's a good thing. Um Rosa trains, I think, with a pretty decent gym, too. She's just a really tough girl, man. Uh, you know, she's got a good chin. I mean, she gets hit a lot, though. that's the problem. If she can't get takedowns, I think she'll get pieced up in this fight by Lipsky. But I do think she'll probably end up getting the takedowns. So I'm, I, I'm with you, Marcel. I lean towards Del Rosso a little bit, but I just think the odds are a little wide, guys. I honestly do. Because I think if the fight stays standing, Lipsky can win the fight. Um, and we did see that she does have some submissions. She's not as bad as McGrath as of us thought. Salak by East Plot decision. That's funny. Boaster will probably be too quick for earlier. The TV is a great chin. Great chain, man. I agree. I think it's probably Boster just winning like uh, on points. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Go to the next fight here. Mackwin Amber Connie against Camuel the Kirk, the J- jawian He's making his UFC debut on a short notice here, coming off a win in LFA. Mackwin Amber Connie, minus two seventy-five plus two fifteen for Camuela Kirk. What do you think, man? Yeah,
1: Maquan Americano wins every fight, which is not against the top 15 guy, you know, and um, Maquan has, has a good ground game, but he gas, man, in, in many of his fights, and mostly in the end of the second and, and definitely in the third round. Camuela uh, Kirk, um, he lost the Contender Series to Billy Carantillo. Um, two recent wins in LFA, I saw his win against Daniel Swain, which was uh, Swain's, uh, how do you say that? Um, uh, stop in between rounds. I, I, I don't Retire know. The stool. Yeah, yeah quite quite exactly. Yeah. Stool. Yep. Thank you, man. Sometimes no I can't find the word guys. So thanks Adam for helping me out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a short notice fight, you know, and, uh, Americani, we know what Americani is going to do. He's going to try to get him to the ground and try to submit him. That That's what Americani does normally. Um, Kirk is pretty good on the ground himself, in my opinion. Um, if this was not a short notice fight, I might have more trust and Kirk in this one. But I'm going with Amirkani. I think he will edge
0: out the decision probably,
1: but he will have a tough third round probably.
0: Yeah, I think this guy's pretty good, man. I, I thought he looked great in his last fight against Swain. He looked incredible. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a reason he got signed to the UFC. He looked amazing in that fight. Go back. It's on Fight Pass if you want to watch it. Even the fight before that looked good too. And there was this one fight he had with Souza. I thought maybe he could have won that fight. He lost my split. The guy's solid, man. He's he's definitely a solid fighter. Um I think he deserves to be in the UFC. I think he's got good striking. People are gonna enjoy watching this guy fight. He's definitely solid, man. But again, the the grappling does worry me, man, because uh man, MacWan, when I looked at his stats again, he's taken literally everyone down. He's fought except for Andy Ogle, who we knocked out seven seconds. He didn't need to take him down because he KO'd him really fast. Eight seconds, sorry, not seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taken everyone else down at least once. So that's all he needs. I think he probably just needs to get one takedown and Kirk and he can maybe submit him. I mean, the guy, like you said, he beats everyone on the top 15. He lost to Barbosa, Burgos and Allen. Those are not bad losses at all. Can't do it based on wins and losses. I get it guys, but stylistically, the guy has really good grappling. Kirk's grappling looked pretty good to me. I mean, it's not bad, but he makes a lot of mistakes in the ground. And even against Daniel Swain, Daniel Swain knocked him down or sorry, he knocked down Daniel Swain. And Daniel Swain jumped in an armbar bar like right away while he was rocked and nearly submitted him in the first round of that fight. Um, I've seen other fights where he leaves his neck out and almost got guillotined too. So that worries me about this guy, Kirk. I do think he's a good prospect. I think he could win this fight. I don't think this fight's a blowout. I think the fight's probably a little closer than the odds indicate, but I got to go with the guy who's proven himself in the UFC. Marcel in sure. Macron and Mercani. Yeah, I got to go with them, but I do think that the line's a little high too. And I know I've said that for a few fights, but I really do believe that. I think a lot of people just think. You know maybe all oh, this guy's coming in a short notice he's not that good never heard of him but he just fought two weeks ago guys he's he's in good shape for this fight so i'm actually um, not even worried about the short notice i'm just worried about the style go ahead and after that macron americani will eat them a...
1: what what he will eat after the fight what's he gonna eat fish what's he gonna eat
0: no an, an apple do, don't you know oh, do yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, this guy, he, he was like he was a popular guy for a while like six or yeah. seven years ago I feel like he's kind of forgotten about now but he's definitely a good grappler anyways let's go to the next fight here um i guess this is kicking off the main card this is kind of weird i don't know why antonio arroyo and tom breeze i don't think this fight should be in the main card but i'll get your thoughts on it right now the odds minus 235 for tom breeze plus 195 for antonio arroyo what do you think ah man such a horror
1: a horrible fight to break down to be honest man i mean tom breeze he's like sometimes he looks good and sometimes you really don't look good. So you, do, I don't, you don't know ever what Tom Brees you can expect. You know what I mean? So uh, you look good against KB Buller. But like you said, KB Buller, you, I don't want to talk any shit about it, dude. Because you did it already in all the other shows. So I'm <laughs> um, uh, uh, Omari Akhmedov, he, he did look good in the first round, if I remember correctly. And then the second round, he, he got submitted. Um, Antonio Arroyo. Hasn't looked good at all in the UFC yet. Uh, he lost to Muniz and he lost to win. Um, and, and the Regman fight was good, man, in, in the contender series. But Regman shouldn't fight at middleweight, but at welterweight. So <laughs> the thing is, I don't know what to think about this fight. You know, uh, it's it's. I'll go in my gut feeling Tom Brees knocks him out in the first round. And after that, Tom Brees gets a step up and he loses again, probably. But I mean that's what I pretty much think. I, I don't know, man, this is such a weird fight, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's, it's also, I think
0: the loser will probably reached down in this fight. Yeah, I think so too. By the way, that guy, Katie Blur, I don't know if you saw but he posted some like message on his Twitter few, or Instagram a few weeks ago after he lost to make And he's just like, I lost my fight this past week of my decision. I understand the reason I did a mock and entertain the could haves would and should've. you will never catch me making stupid excuses. It just didn't go my way. I love this sport more than anything. I'm hungry to make adjustments. Come back. And then he said, fighting is my life. I don't see my friends and family. I don't party. I don't date. All I do is train martial arts, train my dog and drink coffee. <laughs> like, dude, like why didn't you pull the trigger then, man? You made it to the UFC and didn't pull the trigger, bro. What are you thinking, man? You get a chance in the UFC, guys. you got to take it. And when you're in the octagon, you can't, you can't get stage fright. You can do it once. You can have stage fright once, octagon jitters. You can lose your first fight. You do it twice. They'll never bring you back. So that guy's never coming back. Um, anyways, as far as this fight goes, I'm kind of with you, much. I, I just don't understand why it's on the main card. I don't think it's a great fight, honestly. Um, Breeze obviously looked good against Buller, but what does that mean? Um, I don't think he's really looked that great otherwise. Um, the Omarion of 5, he landed one strike in that fight, guys, and you got destroyed on the ground. The Brendan Allen fight got knocked out. I, I don't think he's a great fighter, man. I really think he's overrated. Um, but Arroyo did not impress me at all when I watched his fights. He's not impressive at all. I don't know why he's in the UFC. I honestly don't, I don't think he's a UFC caliber fighter. Maybe proves it wrong, me wrong and gets the win this weekend. He could win this fight because Breeze is not a great fighter guys. I'm telling you, he's not a prospect. Like, like we thought he was a fight like five years ago. He's, he's not the same guy anymore. He really isn't, I I don't think Breeze is great, but probably he's going to be good enough to beat the Royal, who to me, just very limited fighter, man, like doesn't throw much on the feet, obviously has a decent ground game if he gets it there. So that's the worry here, but his wrestling's not great either um taking down 12 fights 12 times his last fight that was pretty bad by a a really short guy in deron win who was nine inches shorter and took him down 12 times that is bad i don't think this guy should be in the ufc i'm gonna go with tom breeze but it's uh it's a fight that i'm super interested in all right, next fight, we got a middleweight bout. another one. Dusko Todorovic and Gregory Rodriguez. This fight's interesting, man. I'm looking forward to this one. This is a good fight, guys. Um, Todorovic, minus 150, Rodriguez, plus 130. Give me your thoughts, Marcel. Man, Stefan Struve against Barack Obama,
1: hey. I mean, isn't it isn't amazing? Um, yeah, Dusko Todorovic uh, came also to the UFC for the Contender Series. Not a great fight against Teddy Ash, I remember. Uh, Dana still gave him the contract. He won against Dick Van Townsend after that and a fight he should win, and then he lost to Punahela Soriano. Before that, he had some good wins, man, on the regional circuit in Serbia. He also got a win over Michel Pereira, which which is a very good win, in my opinion. Uh, Gregory Rodriguez, RoboCup. Um, he was also in the contender series, actually. Man, he lost to Jordan Williams by a knockout. But uh, in his two recent fights, he looked good. He knocked out Josh Frampt in the in like last week, I think that was yeah. on LFA, and he got the call. Man, I'm going with the upset here, man. I'm going with Gregory Rodriguez. I think he can knock Dusko Todorovich out. <laughs> Todorovich hasn't really shown me how great he really is, man. People say like he's amazing. And I saw some highlights of him, man, you know, and I think he looked He looked good in those fights, but it were before the UFC, you know. In the UFC, he won against Daquan Townsend, which also wasn't a great fight in my opinion, you know. And uh, I think Gregory
0: Rodriguez can knock him out in this one. So I would go with Rodriguez and go with the upset first round knockout. Yeah, Dusko's a guy that I was really high on coming in the UFC. He was undefeated. He had to win over Michelle Perea, knocked him out. Watched that fight again. He, he looked good in that fight. M- Michelle just got caught and got finished. It was kind of surprising. And he looked good in that Townsend fight, but the Ash fight, man, I watched that fight back. He was not impressive. I'm surprised he got a deal off that fight. You um, obviously looked good against Townsend, but man, the last fight against Soriano, guys, that was a real eye opener to me and all the flaws with this guy. He keeps his hands at his waist. His hands are so low. You can't do that in UFC. You can't. You can't do that. Puna knocked him out. I, I'm going with the upset. Yeah. I like Greg Rodriguez. I'm with you, Marcel. Let's go with Robocop yeah. in this one. This guy I said Pitolo, by the way. I said Pitolo? Did I say that? I said Pitolo. I said oh, you Pitolo. Said, I'm sorry, guys. I mean Soriano, obviously. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They're all like the same guy from Contender Series. Um, <laughs> I like this guy. Uh, he's a good fighter, guys. Like, he's got really good striking, very good striking fundamentals. And his ground game was better than I thought too, so I was li- I'd like to see that. But there's there is a couple problems with this guy. His chin is not great. He leaves his chin out too. We saw him get caught by Jordan Williams, who's like barely UFC caliber. So I watched that fight okay. back, and I'm like, yeah, he got caught though. You know, it happens. Go ahead, go ahead. Where does he train? He's at uh, where is he again? I can't. Stanford, I, I it. it. Sanford. It. Sanford. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I wrote it down. I'm looking at my notes right now. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously in a good camp. You guys know I like that camp. But that's not the reason I'm taking here. It's just because Total Roach doesn't defend his strikes. He keeps his hands at his Mm -hmm. waist. He blocks punches in his face. That that's a recipe for disaster in the UFC. And this guy Rodriguez, he had short notice, but he just fought two weeks ago and he looked good. He looked really good. Uh I think this guy's good, Marcel. I think he can win this fight. So I'm with you. I think the upset's gonna happen here, guys. It's a bad fight for Toto Total Roach. Who is his original opponent again? Was it Patolo? Patolo, that was Patolo. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Welterweight, Santiago, Ponzinibbio against Miguel Baeza. I really like this fight. This could be fight of the night for sure. This is going to be a good one, guys. Minus 125 for Baeza, plus 105 for Santiago. So very slight lean towards Baeza at the odds. What do you think, man? man i fucking love this fight man
1: i mean you know both guys are gonna bring it man you know uh man he was on such a beautiful run you know in the ufc and then he he got injured or whatever and he he didn't fight for almost two and a half years came back against lee jing liang and got knocked out in the
0: first round man i i know some people called it but i was kind of surprised i was shocked that was one of the ones that shocked me this year i know he came off a long layoff and i know lee is an underrated fighter with obviously knockout power but Marcel never, I never did I think the fight would play out the way it did.
1: Exactly the same, man. I really had to, I really had the feeling like they're gonna give him a guy like Lee Li Jingliang, Liang, which is who's is a dangerous guy, but it's not as as at the same level as Santiago. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he knocked him out. You know, so now he's fighting Baeza. Baeza has looked good in the UFC, man. He defeated Hector Aldana. The Matt Brown fight, he was in trouble in that fight early, you know, but he came back from adversity and he knocked uh, Matt Brown out uh, in the, early in the second round. After that, the Takashi Sato win via ar- via arm triangle choke. He's looking good man he's the kind of contender that uh, that i really see going far he's training at mma masters as well he he, he got some work in with colby uh, daily i think so i mean yep. this guy's good man you know and um, this is a very very tough fight for Ponzanibio, to be honest man coming back from a loss uh, from a loss but almost like almost three years not another win in mma you know coming back against li Jing liang in january uh, he lost to him like i said like three times already now but um, yeah, I favor Baeza in this fight, to be honest, man. I think Ponsonibiu is great, but, man, what I saw in the last fight, not good at all. I know he's, he's how old is he? He's in the 30s, right? 30,
0: 30, 35, 34, right? Yeah,
1: 34. yeah Baeza is like 20, 27, 28. 26, I mean, yeah, 26. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I'll go with Baeza here, man. Uh, will he knock him out? I don't know but um yeah I, I i go for a late start maybe a tko in the second round but this kind of be a barn burner man i think uh, this yeah. will be a great find
0: yeah as long as it lasts i mean someone might get knocked out early in this one for sure both guys have power i was really surprised by how the fight with G- lee, lee jingley and played out guys like i thought for sure pawns would win he got caught quickly and you know watching that fight back uh he just didn't look like the same guy he he didn't move the same as he used to um, this is a guy who was out for over two years with a lot of health issues, serious health issues, and injuries and stuff. He doesn't look like the same guy to me anymore, but I don't want to completely overlook him here at the same time, because I mean, he was one of the best welterweights in the world for a long time. Marcel, he was a good fighter. Yeah. Power. One yeah. yeah. So maybe he needed to get the ring rust off, and maybe he's going to look better in this fight, but I, so I tried to come back, man, after yeah, time, I I'm with you. I, I just think it's had they given him someone like you know, Matt Brown, if he fought Matt Brown, I think he could beat that beat Matt Brown. You know what I mean? But this fight's tough. Um, cause Baeza is very good and he's very well-rounded. He's good everywhere. He's good in the ground. He's good striking too. And he's, he's six years younger. He's got the reach advantage in this fight. Um, got the height a little bit too, two inches height, one inch reach, six, age, six years younger. Ah, the kid's good, man. But again, he did get rocked by Matt Brown. That does worry me a little bit. I mean, it has to, right? Cause punches maybe has got power. At the same time, you got to pick someone. I, I, I would definitely pick Bayezid in this fight. Got this comment. Why did Ponzinibbio and Olinik lift uh, first round manager for Ali? Not sure, but I know Ponzinibbio was trying to get fights, and I guess they couldn't get him a fight. I don't know. You know anything about that? Or? I don't know, man, but Ali has a lot of leverage in
1: the UFC. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, he got the fight for his
0: clients, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. You can say what you want about the guy, but. He does a good job for his clients the, okay yeah the
1: thing is you know i know he got a lot of hate you know but all his literally all his clients are happy with him and i think that's yeah. all that
0: matters to him you know and that should matter to him. oh it is i mean like your job as a manager is to get your fighters paid and to yeah. get big fights and he's doing that 100%. i mean obviously he's not the greatest guy in the world as we know but does a good job for his fighters and that's really mm-hmm. what matters all right let's go to the next fight here we got three fights left we got 15 minutes so we got five minutes for each fight that's perfect all right Loriano Steropoli moving up to middleweight on short notice against Roman Delizzi, who just kinda of come off a loss against uh Trevin Jones close fight in his debut at middleweights. Right now D'Lizi minus one forty, Loriano Steropoli plus one twenty. What do you think here? The Georgian or the Argentinian? I don't know if this is a
1: great fight for Staropoli to step up in a weight class up to fight Dolizzi, man. Dolizzi comes from light heavyweight, recently made his debut on middleweight in the UFC. I guess Giles, I, I don't know who I scored it for, if I remember correctly, I scored it for Dolizzi, but I'm not sure anymore. We're was super close, a, it was close very guys. close. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, no, I don't think this is a good good fight for Staropoli at all. To be honest, man, I think um, I see Dolice winning this, and I, I honestly think uh, Dolice might might finish it, man. I I, I would go with Dolice
0: with a with a with a TKO via ground and pound in the first or second round. To be honest, yeah, I am kind of with you on this one too. I I'm a little surprised that the odds are so low, at minus one forty. I to me, like you see a fighter like Trinaldo is such a big underdog, and then you you look at this one, and the odds are so close. I like to me. These should be the odds for the Geraldo fight or the Lipsky fight. Like, I don't understand these odds at all. I like the Leezy here too. I mean, the guy, he's gonna be way bigger. He's the guy coming out yeah. from 205, guys, against the guy who's coming up from 170. And he looked good against Giles. He did get a little tired, obviously. That was his first time cutting the weight. He took it on short notice. I have a lot more confidence in him this time. I actually picked Giles in that fight just because of those question marks. I thought he performed pretty good the thing is i will say this about the leads his fight iq worries me a little bit at times he goes through these stupid ground like knee bars and heel hooks that worked in georgia when he was coming up they don't work in the ufc really marcel so if he's going to be playing that game he might gas himself out just by going for these stupid heel hooks and like in the last fight but i mean overall he's the better fighter he should win this fight don't get me wrong i don't want to overlook store i don't want to look over anyone but thorapoli i just think the size Marcel. i can't go over it you know what i mean like that's a big difference. You have a guy, again, two, rate, two, two weight classes above, uh, two fights to go. And if you asked us two fights to go and you said, you're going to have Staropoli at 170 against the 205 in Delizzi, who would you pick? Everyone would pick Staropoli or Delizzi uh, and now all of a sudden he's only a small favorite. So I think the odds are a little bit lower than they should be Adam, what do you think yeah, yeah yeah i
1: love i love how you say it's
0: stupid heel hooks you're like damn it stop with us <laughs> because it's like i mean i actually like i said i had giles in that fight so i didn't mind but watching it it's like why are you doing that why are you going for that stop it <laughs> yeah, it's like get up. and he got he he was content to play in guard a lot too which is not a good thing hopefully learn for the mistakes i i think he has i mean i, I like the Leedsy. i think he's a good fighter the georgians have been good in the ufc i think he gets the job done here myself. Two fights left. <laughs> what do you think of this as co-main event? Walt Harris versus Marcin Tabura, Tabura versus the big ticket co-main event. What do you think of that? I would have put
1: Bob Baeza against Ponsidibu as a yeah. co-main yeah. event, hey, but hey, who am I?
0: <laughs> for sure. you're, you're just Marcel If You're not the UFC matchmakers. Um, the odds for this one, Marcin Tabura minus 170, Walt Harris plus 150. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, and
1: here I think the odds are a little bit too close because I think Tibura will probably grind him out for three rounds. You know, uh, Harris hasn't looked good when people take him to the ground. he got the puncher's chance in this one, definitely. You know, we saw that with Greg Hardy against Tibura, where Greg Hardy looked great in the first round, then Tibura took over in the second round and finished him. Uh, And I expect, honestly, kind of the same, but I don't think... I I think if Harris lands on Tibura, he can knock him out, for sure. You know but i think Tibura gonna play it smart again takes him down to the ground maybe even finishes him on the ground but i'm going for a decision for tibura i i, I think this will be like a vintage Tibura win you know like we saw against maxime Grishin. take him down run him out 30
0: 27 get it in five five win streak i think that's what's gonna happen I like to burn this fight too, man. I I just think Walt Harris is probably the most overrated fighter in the UFC, one of the most overrated fighters for sure, and especially at heavyweight. How is this guy ranked at the top? Like, what has he really accomplished? Like, his record in the UFC, just so you know, is six, eight, and one, no contest. He is a losing record in the UFC. I don't get it at all. I know middle, uh, heavyweights like really weak right now, but number eight in the world, that, that surprised me when I see that. I think Tabura, probably be ranked above him at this point. I mean, I know the guy's boring. I get it, guys. He's hes a very boring fighter. There's no doubt about it. Um, some of these fights he had, Marcel, like that fight with uh, Grishin and Fire Island was one of the worst fights I've probably ever seen. It was terrible, but the guy gets the job done, man. And he looked great against Craig Hart. He looked good against Ben Rothwell too. I mean, the guy's, he's pretty solid. Obviously, he could get KO'd. That's what I'm worried about here, just him getting clipped early on um because harris does have some power but i think harris marcel like i said i just think he's really overrated i don't think he has anything besides power he has no gas tank at all guys none none at all and if he, he can't knock him out he's gonna lose the fight and we saw his overream he dropped over and couldn't finish it and gassed out bad i actually think marcel he's gonna gas out and get stopped with uh tko grounded pound here so i like to guys second round stoppage or third round stoppage i'm thinking in this fight i do think he finishes the fight marcel i think while harris listen, God bless the guy. I, I, what happened to him and his family? I wouldn't wish that upon anyone, but yeah, this is, this is the UFC. He's not cutting the mustard. Right now he's lost two straight fights. He loses a third straight. That might be it for him in the UFC. So we'll see. I know that Dana White has a soft spot for this guy, but again, 13 and nine record. It's just not a good record. He's a guy that typically doesn't win that many fights. He's a good guy to bet against. Whereas Tabur has been winning a bunch of fights in a row. Get these comments. Jose says with a win, do you think Tibur deserves a top five guy? Maybe Blades. That'd be an interesting fight. Um, I guess. I don't know what they're gonna do with Blades. I mean, he's just kind of sitting around waiting at this point. So yeah, that'd be a good fight. Any any thoughts? You have any idea or yeah, well, why not?
1: Or maybe rebook the uh, Blago Ivanov fight, which was or was it was it even off against uh, Harris? I think it was even off against Tibura, right? I don't mind that. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Because even
0: Ivanov right. is also still ranked in the heavyweight division and hasn't fought for like yeah, forever. This, this division's really weak. I mean Number seven is Shamil Abdurahima. Are you kidding me? When was the last time he fought? That's crazy. You know, this division is not good. They got to overturn, like not overturn. They got to go through these, uh, some of these guys and like Shamil hasn't fought in two years, guys. He shouldn't be in the rankings anymore. Um, I'm actually surprised he still is. And then you could put a a younger guy in, in his spot. So I think that, you know, while Harris number eight could end up getting cut, just, you know, what the problem was when they cut over him and JDS, they lost two top 10 guys when they cut those two. It's true. They were both in the top one. Over it was like number six in the world or something, number seven, right? So that, and the JDS was top 10, too, I think, or top 15, anyways. But, uh, yeah. anyways, the division's weak. Okay. Last fight of the card, Marcel, the main event of the evening. Speaking of the devil, Yarzinho, Rosenstrike against Augusto Sakai. Rosenstrike minus 130, Sakai plus 110. Who are you going to take here? The, the, uh, the Dutch speaking Suriname native or the Brazilian Sakai? What do you think?
1: Well, this is actually pretty uh, easy to predict what's going to happen is either Sakai uses his mind and takes Rosenstruck down, or he doesn't use his mind and he's going to trade with him and he's going to get knocked out. It's either one of the two, because Rosenstruck will come forward with this one, I can guarantee you that. So, um, and I don't think Sakai is, is going to take him down. I think Sakai is going to trade with him in the beginning. I think sakai going to get caught by rosa strike so i'm taking rosa strike first round knockout and if Ooh. sakai is smart he takes him down because rosa strike can't get up if you take him down so yeah
0: yeah no that's that's definitely possible um so you're taking rosa strike by ko or
1: yeah first round
0: okay. first round wow wow definitely possible um yeah, this fight's kind of a weird one, right? It's a little strange. I, I just think Sakai—he's a big dude, man. I see—I saw him in person when I was in Brazil a few years ago. He's a huge dude. Like he is—he actually has the weight advantage in this fight. So I'm with you, man. I think if he fights smart and like uses his weight and his girth to like push Rosenstrae against the fence and to put him on the ground, kind of like Overeem was doing, that's how he would win this fight. But five rounds, the gas tank worries me with Sakai. We saw that against yeah. Over. he gassed out really hard in that fight at the end of it, he got stopped. It's just weird. Sakai's ranked top 10, but the guy he lost to Dana White said it wasn't good enough to fight in the UFC anymore, but he just beat him a few months ago. It's very bizarre. We all know the reason they caught him over him is because of the money. It's not because of his performance. He was still winning fights. Um, Strike coming off a terrible fight, obviously, with gone. But I mean, we all thought Gone was gonna win that. It's not like it was a surprise, you know what I mean? And then obviously he had the w- five wins in the UFC by KO. And you know, don't want to play MMA math, but in a fight like this where it's kind of tough, it's like I was kind of like looking back to see how those fights were going with the, um, where they had the same opponents with Arlovski and Rosenstrike, you know, you saw the power just clipped him with the left hook and put him out. Whereas Sakai I thought lost that fight quite frankly. Yeah, him, he, uh, did. Or, yeah, did he, he definitely him. lost that fight. So, you know, he's had, a, he's had a guy, a guy with a lot of close fights, a lot of like split decisions on his record. He does have some power though. I mean, he did knock out to Burr, right? Like maybe he catches this guy, <laughs> maybe, maybe catches Strike, We're overlooking him a little bit. I don't know. He's a big dude. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm leaning a little towards Rose Strike Marcel, but there's something kind of that's kind of like freaking me out a little bit a little bit. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I just know that everyone can can win. And it's like there's definitely a path for this other for, for um Sakai to win this fight if he fights smart. Go ahead. If Rose Strike had
1: already at all, had all had only like a small kind of ground game, I would be more sure in my pick, you know, because it can go either way. If Sakai is so fight smart, so he can fight smart. He can win this fight, I think, but I don't think he's going to do it, man. I think he's going to trade with Rosenstrike, and I think Strike puts him out, you know, because Strike got that power, and Rosenstrike said in all his interviews, like, I'm going to come forward, and he will come forward. I'm sure he will, you know, because yeah. he, he also knows that that, that fight against Ghana was horrible from his side. That was he, horrible. Admitted it. he admitted it. So, yeah, I mean, he knows what he's doing. He, so, yeah, we will see what's going to happen. But if I had to pick Rosenstreich first round knockout, but, yeah. That, that's
0: what i think yeah no i'm, I'm kind of with you let I me mean, get it's uh born against comment i thought even odd beats Sakai. yeah i mean he could have won that fight there was like a fence grab that, that uh, stopped the takedown yeah in the last round yeah yeah and cormier who's ivanov's friend and teammate stood up and started screaming at the referee I, mean, I don't i don't like that you know the commentator shouldn't be doing that but that's the problem when you have teammates that are refereeing fight or commenting fights right yeah we'll yeah. see i mean uh, yeah i think everything points to rosenstruck winning but the, there's it's just weird how the line's so close the odds in this card seem really off to be some of these fights, guys. I gotta be honest with you. Some of these fights, you and Marcel were kind of scratching our head looking at them. So gotta pick your spots on this one, man. 14 fights, pick your spots. I'll definitely have some bets. I'll, I'll have them out Friday at Elite. Um, but there's some fights I, I just think are are really close to. Even often Latifi beat Lewis and Lewis is getting shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Lewis is good, man. He's got power though. The thing about Lewis that, that the UFC loves, he goes for it, he goes for the knockout. Like he's losing the fight. He's he could be down four rounds to none and he's still going for the finish. So that's why they love him so much. I, I don't know if you saw his personality it. as well. You know, and his so. personality is amazing. I mean, he's a great, I just think he's a good fighter. Um, Derek yeah. Lewis. But yeah, I mean, those fights are close. It just shows you like how a judge's decision can really impact someone's career because just say Latifi won that fight. Just say he did. Just say he won his decision yeah. in that fight. Crazy. Would he be fighting for the dollar right now? Would he be fighting against? Uh, I don't think Francis? he will, but yeah. Alien <laughs> <laughs> we Latifi versus Francis Sagano. That would be crazy would be a middleweight against a, a true heavyweight um anyways i think that's pretty much it as far as the card goes we've got two minutes here guys throw any last questions in for the card we'll answer them i am looking forward to this card again 14 fights is pretty sweet man um, hard after that sure 15 she- fights go ahead I'm so surprised with people uh i posted this card with the sheet with uh
1: with everything on and people are like oh man horrible card! they're gonna pass this weekend and it's like how oh, is it a horrible card man i actually love this card from prelims to main card it's like there's maybe like two or three fights I'm, I'm not really interested in but all those other fights are great in my opinion you know
0: yeah no i agree with you on that one um by the way i don't know if you saw dana white hinted at like fighter like Pension or something? This is this is bizarre. But he said something in like an Instagram comment. I don't know if you saw that. I just saw that on Twitter. No, very bizarre. See. Yeah, he's saying that it's coming soon. But he's been saying that for like ten years, man. I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure if that will happen. He's got these last couple questions. It's hard to see Sakai stopping Rose Strike. Hard to see not gassing Rose Strike. Yeah, I'm, I'll look at him too. Straight wager because the odds are close, right? They're they're low odds, short odds. So I'll take a look at him. My Madich will be ranked seven because they use him as a gatekeeper docus Yeah, that's for sure. They probably caught him after talk is beats in a few guys. all right marcel that's it for today's podcast appreciate you guys all tuning in today thanks again marcel uh go ahead and plug your stuff man
1: yeah Big Marcel 24 on twitter instagram mma dna.nl twitter instagram facebook youtube i make sure to watch the ultimate fighter star tonight guys if you can if you can legally watch it you
0: know because i still don't know where i can watch it but uh watch it you know amazing yeah. anime Yep, yeah absolutely yeah, ultimate fighter is starting tonight guys so we'll see what, how that goes Thursday, I'm going to talk about AJ actually. AJ messaged me and he's like, Can we talk about tough on Thursday? So we're gonna we'll recap the show. If I get a chance to watch it too, hopefully there's a way for I, I can watch it. I think there is. Um, anyways, you guys follow me on Twitter at MMA Adam Martin Podcast, MAOdsbreaker.com. It's on our YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, all those places. You can also find me at bjpen.com, my uh, where else am I? Elite fantasy, elite betting, fantasy fanatics, and spectation sports. So I'm everywhere. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back Thursday with AJ, but I hope you guys enjoyed the breakdown. Go back and start from the beginning. If you missed any of it, we had some good stuff today. So thanks again, guys. Marcel, appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thursday at 4 p.m. Peace.